Welcome to Special Programming, produced by the Public Communication of Science undergraduate students here at the University of Ottawa. In this course, SCI 3101, the Public Communication of Science, undergraduate science students learn skills related to communicating their knowledge to non-specialist audiences in the general public. That's us. As one of their assignments, they are tasked in pairs or alone to produce a five to eight minute podcast on any scientific topic of their choice. Using any approach of their choosing, the students were to produce a short media clip that would be informative, accessible, and interesting to an audience from the general public. In this series, we have stories, interviews, and conversations that range from COVID vaccines to black holes in the universe. Welcome to episode 13 of the Medical Mysteries podcast. We're your co-hosts and student sleuths, Natalie and Lan. This week, we try to uncover a devastating mystery, the case of the unknown killers in street drug supply, an investigation into the increased rate of opiate-related deaths. The stats surrounding drug overdose death are really, really scary. Did you know that in the past year, opioid-related deaths increased by 65%? And from 2019 to 2020, they increased by a whopping 88%. Want to know what's even scarier? The numbers coming out of the U.S. In 2019 alone, 50,000 people died of opioid overdose compared to fewer than 10,000 deaths in 1999. Geez, well, if we're going to solve this mystery, we need to start at the beginning and get some more background info. You're right. Let's start by delving into the source of drug-related deaths, addiction. Why is addiction the source of all this? What even is addiction? Well, addiction is a chronic disease where an individual feels compelled to keep consuming a certain substance or performing a certain action no matter what. And this disease can develop for a number of reasons ranging from psychological to environmental, and even genetic. An addiction can be harmful because continued use of a drug can cause a tolerance to it, right? Yeah, exactly. And it's this tolerance that means that the same dose of the drug will have decreased effects. So you'll start to feel the effects less and less with the same amount of substance. This means that you'll need to increase your dose higher and higher to feel anything from it. And in some cases, it's this increase in doses that causes overdose, which can lead to death. Now that sounds dangerous for sure, but how does it help us solve the case? Is addiction the only culprit in drug-related deaths? Well, I would say yes, but not specifically, because addiction itself is very dangerous, but it's more so the high-risk-taking behavior that addicts engage in to feed their addiction that makes it such a dangerous disease. I see where you're going with this. By that, do you mean people buying dangerous street supply? Yep, and I'm talking specifically about street fentanyl, an opioid with a big role in the opioid crisis, which I'm sure you've heard about in the news. So basically, street fentanyl means that it's not purchased through any legal means. I actually read that most street fentanyl contains other substances, and that around 35% of supposedly fentanyl-containing drugs don't contain any fentanyl at all. 
What? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's crazy, right? In Toronto, a drug testing lab tested street drugs and found they included anything from caffeine, like the stuff in coffee, to heroin, to methamphetamine, to even cocaine. That's wild. And you know, some of these combinations can actually increase the risk of overdose, like mixing a bunch of depressants together. And even mixing depressants like opioids and stimulants like cocaine is super dangerous because it can lead to all sorts of heart problems, including stroke, heart failure, and dangerously high blood pressure. Exactly. In British Columbia, they've discovered a fentanyl analog, so a substance similar to fentanyl, in the drug supply called carfentanyl. Have you ever heard of it? No, I haven't actually. So it's usually used as a large animal sedative against creatures like elephants, and it's a hundred times more toxic than fentanyl, which makes the risk of death from its overdose skyrocket. It works the same as fentanyl by binding to our brain's opioid receptors. Now, this blocks us from perceiving any pain, but it can also block our brain's breathing receptors because of its high toxicity, causing the brain to basically forget how to breathe on its own. That's truly terrifying. Are these unknown substances in the drug supply the real killers here? Who do we bring to justice? Let's bring in an expert in the field of addiction medicine to help us get to the bottom of the case and put the facts together. Please welcome today's podcast guest, Dr. Lionel. Hi, Dr. Lionel. Great to have you on the show. Hi, Natalie. Thanks so much for inviting me. A big fan of your podcast. Thanks. So we here on the show, we need your expertise to crack the case. And who is the culprit behind the terrifying increase in opioid-related deaths in these recent years? From your viewpoint as a physician in the trenches of addiction care, what are your thoughts on the matter? Well, yeah, the problem has gotten really bad in the last few years. You know, we're up to seven people dying every day now in Ontario of opiate overdoses. So the big problem with the street supply is the opioids. It used to be heroin, but now it's almost all fentanyl. And not just fentanyl, it's carfentanyl, acetylfentanyl, all these other incredibly potent medicines that, or medicines, drugs, that uh, affect the opioid system. And they've gotten progressively more toxic over the last few years. And why is this so dangerous? Well, all of the opioids, you've probably heard of heroin and morphine, they act on a part of the brain that tells you you need to breathe. It shuts that part down. So if you take a high enough dose, the brain doesn't tell you you need to breathe. You stop breathing and you die. Now, morphine will do that. Heroin is more potent than morphine. Fentanyl is a thousand times more potent than morphine, and carfentanil is 10,000 times more potent than morphine. So if you take a little bit of it without realizing how much you're taking, or you don't know what's in your drug supply, you could easily overdose and stop breathing. Wow, that's absolutely terrifying. Is there anything else in the street supply that's a problem? Oh yeah, well I'm glad you asked that because the other big thing we're seeing right now is illegal benzodiazepines. Benzodiazepines are sedative medicines used for things like anxiety and to help people sleep, but they also have an effect on breathing. These illegal illicit fentanyls that are in the street supply mixed in with the opioids, that combination is really dangerous. Either one of them by themselves could stop you breathing. When you combine them, it's even more deadly. Wow, so is this the main reason that street-sold fentanyl is killing people? Yeah, fentanyl plus all the other stuff that's mixed in with it has become a real problem. There's all kinds of other nasty chemicals that they're mixing into the street supply. We're seeing caffeine, 
xylazine, which is a large animal tranquilizer. It's not used in humans because it damages your liver so badly. And then things like phenacetin, which is an old-fashioned uh, pain medicine, which unfortunately causes cancer in your kidneys. And now the nitazines. Nitazines are these medicines that are kind of like opioids, not quite the same, but very much more powerful than morphine. Wow, this mix, this mix must make it really difficult to treat uh, opioid addictions nowadays. How do you go about doing that? Well, yeah, it is because our typical medicines, things like methadone and suboxone, you need to use much higher doses than we were using before because fentanyl causes so much tolerance that you need to use very high doses of methadone and suboxone. And even when you stabilize people, unfortunately, sometimes they don't feel good. They don't stabilize. And that's because they've actually developed an addiction not just to their fentanyl, but also to the illegal benzodiazepines in the supply. So now you're also trying to treat their benzodiazepine addiction as well as their opioid addiction. And trying to treat both of those is actually quite complex. All right, well, that was great. Thanks for being on the show and helping us talk about this very challenging topic to crack the case. Well, thanks for having me. Take care. Looks like we've cracked the case. It seems we can accuse the toxic and additive effects of a bunch of different drugs, not just opioids, as the real killers here. Now that we've solved this medical mystery, where do we go from here? That's a good question. We've talked about some scary today, and I think we need to discuss some solutions, or I'm not going to be able to sleep tonight. Yeah, that's for sure. So what can we do to stop the killers at large? Well, I'm not sure there's an end-all solution that will right all the wrong in the world of illicit drugs and addiction, but there are some steps that those suffering from addiction can take to avoid overdose and start to recover. Yeah, I know Dr. Lionel mentioned methadone and suboxidone prescribing clinics as one way to start treating addiction. Methadone binds to the same brain receptors as opioids, so it can have similar effects to it without the toxic consequences. This helps addicts gradually stop their opioid use without having to deal with the awful withdrawal. That's a great point. But let's remember that addiction is a very difficult disease to treat and also to deal with, not only because of the effects on the body and mind, but because of the social aspects as well. And hitting up a methadone clinic isn't always an option, so it's important to have other ways of helping people survive overdoses as well. And, as Dr. Lionel mentioned, using simply methadone to treat addiction has become increasingly difficult because people are becoming unknowingly addicted to other substances that they didn't even know were in the drugs they were using. Well, in that case, a medication called naloxone can help. It temporarily reverses the effects of an opioid overdose. Oh, really? That's so cool. I've never heard of it. It's pretty miraculous. So like methadone, it binds to the same receptors as opioids, blocking them from stopping breathing in an overdose. Naloxone can temporarily restore breathing, giving the victim time to get to the hospital and save their life. The best part is, naloxone kits are available for free at most pharmacies. I always make sure to have one on hand. Ah, I love modern medicine. That's all for Medical Mysteries this week. Catch us next Tuesday with an all-new case to crack. You just heard one episode in a series of podcasts produced by the Public Communication of Science undergraduate students here at the University of Ottawa. 